Um, good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, good morning, my friends. Good morning. Good morning. We're back. Actually, we've been, we were back last week, too, but this feels good to be back today, too. It's a good, it's a good once-a-week thing. Hey, we just finished a really fantastic series in the book of, of, of Philippians. Um, it, it was, it was, it was, I think we did seven weeks. I believe it was either seven or, or it was either seven or eight weeks. Um, but it was a fairly academic venture. You know, we were really digging in. We were digging into the Greek. We were digging into context and, 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 and prose. And I mean, we really did dig into that. And so as I alluded to earlier in our liturgy, we're going to have a heartbreak this morning. Okay. We're going to have a heartbreak. We're going to simply sit and we're going to rest in the comfort and the refuge that God can bring into our existence. Uh, oftentimes when I'm in someone's home or uh, maybe in a hospice space or a hospital, a grave sign funeral, really whenever there are times when life feels really chaotic and, it's, and, and I'm not quite sure where to turn, Psalms 46 seems to be a, a, a go-to for me. Um, especially the translation that's been put in the common meter uh, by D. Scott Foote. Um, we use this brilliant translation often in our, in our liturgy, yeah. It's, the, it, it's, when we, it's when the psalms rhyme, right? We, we have that in common meter. Most of the psalms were written in a meter such as that, but Hebrew to English language makes it where it's really tough to do. And so this author put together all 150 psalms, but in common meter, so it, so it flows very uh, beautifully. Uh, psalm 46 also just happens to be the psalm from which Martin Luther penned his beloved hymn. Do you remember it? You know what? A mighty fortress, yeah, that, that, that we all love here so much. So, This morning we're going to utilize a spiritual practice we've used before. If you've been a part of Regen uh, for any of the number of three, four, five, probably five years now, um, you'll, notice, uh, you'll know this practice, this contemplative practice that's known as Lectio Divina, right? Lectio Divina or simply divine reading. It's a way in which the hearer, okay, the hearer is less focused on gaining academic knowledge in the text, right? That's what we've been doing a lot of, right? The last seven weeks have been a lot of academic knowledge, you know, through these texts. And this is rather we're seeking now it's an intimate way to meditate upon the text, praying through the text, through the prose and the verse. Uh, I'm going to ask Stephen, our, our brilliant Holy Ghost musician, uh, to play that Holy Ghost music. Um, you're not going to be alone for any of this. Um, I'll guide us all through it. Just one note uh, throughout this psalm, this song, if you will, there are three separate times where the, uh, the Hebrew word selah comes up. In, okay, I believe it's after, let me see, it's after verse 3, 7, and at the end. And this is uh, a note in the, in the text that is allowing the musicians and the singers and those who are in the temple praising God, whoever's chanting this psalm or whoever's singing this psalm, it's, it's giving them an opportunity to lift up and exalt. That's what Selah literally means, to lift up, to exalt. In whatever it is that the object of the piece is. You could think of it as like if we were up there playing a song and then you heard, you know, Doug kind of, we did a little instrumental for maybe a minute or two and just let the words of what we just sang kind of wash over you as you're just listening to some quiet music. Even much like meditation like we're doing today. Uh, and because Selah is an opportunity for us too to be able to pause for a brief moment. And so when we each, when we reach the Selahs in this practice this morning, we're going to do just that. I'm going to give us about 15 seconds or so just to let those words that we just listened to wash over us before we go on to the next verse. Let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, Christ Jesus and Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit, we believe that we are in your presence and that you are loving us. Christ Jesus, we believe that at this very moment, that with whatever is going on in our lives, you are in our presence and you are loving us without condition, without restriction, and without limit. And so we choose this morning to allow your grace to open our minds, our emotions, our imaginations, and our entire self to your love. Please speak, Lord. Your children are listening. You can do this spiritual practice with your eyes open or your eyes closed. This is simply your time to spend with the divine. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And I want you to simply notice your breath. Don't seek to change it. Don't seek to control it. Just notice the breath of the spirit that's coursing in and out of your lungs at this moment. Remember, in, in the Hebrew, ruach, spirit, wind, and breath, it's the same word. Pneuma in the New Testament, spirit, breath, and wind, same word. Just notice the spirit, the wind, the breath coursing in and out of your lungs. I'm going to read the words of the psalmists as found in Psalms 46. In this first go-around, I want you to linger on the word or the phrase that catches your attention and lights up for you. At this stage, we do not yet consider our own lives in connection with the scripture, but rather we seek to sink into the overall ethos of these words. These are the instructions for the musicians. It reads, a psalm of the sons of Korah, a song set to Alamoet, written for the music director. The psalmists write, our God is a refuge and our strength and always at our side. A timely help when trouble comes an ever-present guide. Although the earth erupts and quakes, we will not shake nor fear. Though glaciers crash into the sea, our God is always near. And though the oceans roar and foam and breakers crash and swell, though mountains sway and split in two, we know that all is well. Simply take about 15 seconds for our first sail on this morning. a river known as joy that flows through streets of gold. It brings the city of our God delight and bliss untold. And in his city God resides, so ever will it stand. For he is there when morning dawns to hold it in his hand. The nations drop and kingdoms fall with shouting and a crash. God lifts his voice unto the earth and melts it in a flash. For the God of Jacob is our shield a fortress mighty as stone. The Lord our God is on our side, so we are never alone. And now take another 15 seconds or so to Selah, to exalt, to lift up, to praise.
come see the things the Lord has done and judge them by their worth, the desolations he has brought for justice on the earth. The Lord breaks bows and shatters shields and brings an end to war. He smashes every armament till conflict ends no more. He says, I will be known by all and lifted high on wings. So be still and know that I am God who reigns above all kings. For the God of Jacob is our shield, a fortress mighty as stone. The Lord our God is on our side, so we are not alone. And for our last Selah this morning, I want you to simply take a few minutes and contemplate what you've heard. What is it that stood out in your mind, in your heart? What do you feel is the overall sentiment the psalmists are trying to go for here? Or simply think about this question. What does this poem, this song, tell us about who God is? Take about 10, 10 to 12 seconds and just contemplate these questions. passage again. Only this time I want you to listen to where this word is connecting to your life right now. Where are you at in life right now? Where do you feel your presence, your being in regards to all of this stuff that goes on around? Enter into the scene with these poets, with the musicians. Use your imagination and carefully pay attention now to the ways in which the prose of these words are rolling off the tongue. Our God is a refuge and our strength. He's always at our side. A timely help when trouble comes, an ever-present guide. Although the earth erupts and quakes, we will not shake or fear. Though glaciers crash into the sea, our God is always near. And though the oceans roar and foam and breakers crash and swell, though mountains sway and split in two, we know that all is well. There is a river known as joy that flows through streets of gold. It brings the city of our God delight and bliss untold. And in his city God resides, so ever will it stand. For he is there when morning dawns to hold it in his hand. The nations drop and kingdoms fall with shouting and a crash. God lifts his voice unto the earth and melts it in a flash. For the God of Jacob is our shield a fortress mighty as stone. The Lord our God is on our side, so we are not alone. Come see the things the Lord has done and judge them by their worth. The desolations he has brought for justice on the earth. The Lord breaks bows and shatters shields. He brings an end to war. He smashes every armament until conflict is no more. He says, I will be known by all. I'll be lifted high on wings. So be still and know that I am God, the one who reigns above all kings. For the God of Jacob is our shield, a fortress mighty as stone. The Lord our God is on our side, so we are not alone. And I want you to simply take a moment and consider these following questions. How can I relate to these words in relationship to my life right now? 
What do you think the emotions that are running through the psalmist as they write this? What emotions are running through you as you were listening? Just take about 10, 15 seconds or so before our final read through. to notice the presence of the Ruach, the Numa, the spirit, the wind, the breath. As I read this one last time, this time I want you to listen attentively. Has Christ's spirit addressed you in this word and invited you to respond? Allow the voices of symmetry here to lead you in a prayerful response to what you're hearing. Do not censor your thoughts. Simply let them flow out spontaneously and freely before your God who is loving you, before your God who is beholding you, beholding him as we read. Our God is a refuge in our strength and always at our side. A timely help when trouble comes, an ever-present guide. Although the earth erupts and quakes, we will not shake nor fear. Though glaciers crash into the sea, our God is always near. And though the ocean roar and foam, and breakers crash and swell, though mountains sway and split in two, we know that all is well. There is a river known as joy that flows through streets of gold. It brings the city of our God delight and bliss untold. And in his city, God resides, so ever will it stand, for he is there when morning dawns to hold it in his hand. The nations drop, kingdoms fall with shouting and a crash. God lifts his voice up to the earth and melts it in a flash. For the God of Jacob is our shield, a fortress mighty as stone. The Lord our God is on our side, so we are not alone. Come see the things the Lord has done. Judge them by their worth for the desolations he's brought for justice on the earth. The Lord breaks bows, he shatters shields and brings an end to war. He smashes every armament till conflict is no more. He says, I will be known by all and lifted high on wings. So be still and know that I am God who reigns above all kings. For the God of Jacob is our shield, a fortress mighty as stone. The Lord our God is on our side, so we are not alone. What do you want to say in response to the Spirit? What do you want to say in response to what the Spirit may be teaching you through this psalm this morning? What are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? What is causing your heart to rejoice or to praise this morning? What is causing your heart to lament or to be filled with sorrow? And where can this psalm, these words of the psalmist, God's word, flow into your heart 
Allow yourself to simply be open and honest in prayer. What is it that you're contemplating in this moment? How is Christ using this text to change your heart? Where do you see beauty in these verses? Pope Benedict XVI once wrote, he said, we do well to remember that the process of Lectio Divina, divine reading, isn't at its conclusion until it arrives in action. When this practice moves the believer to make his or her life a gift for others in charity. And so in that spirit, what action is this practice inspiring you to take this morning? How can you respond in action to this reading? How can you serve others and love others as God has loved you? And so now may God who dwells within us be forever free to reach out to God who dwells among us that together we might approach God who dwells beyond us, among us, and within us. And so may our God bless us always, who we name Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, even as we pray together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, just as we forgive those who are indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.